everybody, and welcome to Over the Hump, the podcast that aims to provide you with a midweek dose of motivation to finish your week off strong. I'm your host, Christopher Morgan. Feel free to call me Chris, and this is episode number four, Working From Home. In this episode, we have the honor of speaking with Charlie Daniels, the Director of Digital Content Marketing for Nitro Circus, and in this discussion, we dig into his personal work-from-home journey and ask him for some quick tips on how to stay productive while working from home. And without further ado, welcome to episode number four. So Charlie, my friend, this is it. You are officially the first guest on the Over the Hump podcast. So my first question is simple. How excited are you? I am incredibly excited and uh, now incredibly nervous. I had no idea I was the first guest. So I'm going to try to do my, be on my best behavior here. Yeah, no, 100%. You're going to be fantastic. So I guess to kick things off, if you wouldn't mind, if you can just give everybody a, a brief overview of, of what it is that you do. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, my name is Charlie Daniels, and I am currently the director of digital content marketing for Nitro Circus, which is an action sports entertainment company um, specializing in live touring action sports shows, as well as um, you know TV, movie, and digital uh, content around the world of action sports. Well, as you know from being a part of the community, this podcast is centered around motivation and essentially how to keep that going. It's interesting because there has always been a very large gap between what society has had available to them uh, from the standpoint of technology and how we as people adopt that technology into our lives. With the recent events, most industries, including the one that I work in, have been pressured into using that technology and some of those platforms to communicate and collaborate. Working outside of an office environment is new for so many people, and this new culture, though necessary, it, it kind of brought with it some complications. So it's honestly an honor and a privilege to have you as a guest because this has been your world and your way of work for quite some time. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about your personal work from home journey and, and kind of how that started. Yeah, definitely. Um, I have been working from home exclusively for about six and a half going on seven years. Um, so yeah, so I was when when this all happened, I definitely um, not a lot changed in my day to day in terms of, you know, the way I work. Um, I currently live in Washington, DC, my um, company's offices are in Southern California. Um, so I do try. I well before I traveled there f pretty frequently, but um, you know otherwise my uh, my job and most of my team teammates too all sort of work remotely and use digital tools to you know meet and communicate and um, and get the job done. So yeah, so I so I've had quite a bit of experience. Um, working from home. And uh, it, for me, it all started um, getting laid off, actually. So I was late for my last full-time job. I, uh, I lived in Los Angeles, and uh, our whole team was was laid off um, at a time when I was about six months away from my move to Washington, D.C., um, which put me in kind of a weird position where I was like, well, I'm not going to look for another in-person full-time job in Los Angeles, knowing that I'm leaving in six months. Um, you know, so... 
my solution was to just kind of pick up some some freelance work, um, contract work, you know, anything that sort of was temporary or project based um, to kind of bridge the gap between Los Angeles and DC for me. So um, what was intended to be a six month uh, journey of working from home, freelancing um, has turned into, uh, like I said, six and a half going on seven years. And at this point, I would not go back if I, if given the option, I am fully, fully, fully vested in, in working remotely and the pros far outweigh the cons for me. When faced with rapid change, um, people realize that there's so much stress associated with that. So it's so easy in these times to focus on the negative impacts that have taken place. Now, throughout this and throughout these unprecedented times, um, there's been a lot of talk of of employees missing their coworkers, um, missing that in-person team dynamic, and discovering that the ever watchful eye of their senior management team at one point that they, though disliked at one point in the office, they realize now how much they've relied on that to be and stay productive. But the reality is there's so many positive things um, that you could take advantage of when working at home. So why don't you highlight some of those things for us and offer us some tips on how to stay productive while working at home? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I think the motivation thing is a big question for people, I, you know, especially for people who manage teams and are worried that their um, direct reports aren't going to work as hard or, you know, do as good of a job. Um, and obviously that's a, a valid concern as a, as a, as a supervisor, you know, you want, you want, you know, to provide your people with the, the, the tools they need to do the best possible job. And for some people, I think that having a more structured, um, environment where someone is kind of, you know, looming over them metaphorically, um, you know, gets the job done for them better, um, you know, it's probably case by case, but for me, my my work is all very heavily based um, around projects and tangible deliverables. So for me, and and deadlines, right? So for me, motivation comes from the fact that if the, the work doesn't like, you know, I, I've always worked in a in a environment where the work just has to get done, and I've been lucky to have bosses and supervisors who trust their employees to do the work, do it to the best that they can and to deliver it on time. And if that happens, they don't really care. So, so that's, that's a lucky thing about what I do. Um, I think that the motivation kind of finds itself in that environment, luckily. Um, but for me, I think, um, you know, once you get beyond that, you know, the things that apply to probably everybody are things like having a dedicated working space, um, you know, structuring your day as much as you can or as much as you're, you, you know, you'll stick to. So, you know, you think about when you work in an office, you have, you know, you have to get to work, you get, you get there, you do the work until you're allowed to leave and then you commute home. These are things that you can definitely, you know, set up for yourself working from home in terms of like, you know, set a schedule, make sure you're working nine to five or 10 to six or whatever the hours are you need, um, whatever makes sense um, and stick to it. 
Um, I think, you know, one of the biggest, um, we, you know, we mentioned, we mentioned supervisors worrying that, you know, employees might slack off if they don't have someone looking over their shoulder. But I think that from my, what I found was I worked more than I would have if I was in the office, you know, when you're in the office, yeah, yeah. When you're in the office, you know, six o'clock rolls around and people start to get up. other people around you are starting to get up and go home. And you're like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll go home, too. When you're working at home, you don't have those cues. I mean, I would when I first started working from home, I would have days where I looked up and it was eight o'clock, you know, and I went, oops, you know, um, or, you know, I, I was having the problem of not giving myself enough uh, distance between work life and home life since it was all kind of muddied. Really, I think the advice is to just pretend like you are at the office. Take advantage of, you know, right? Like take advantage of not having um, not having a commute. You'd sleep in a little more. Um, you get to, you don't have to get up and get ready. You can just pour a cup of coffee and sit down and start. Um, you know, if that's the way you work, you could also take a little more time. You know, basically, I, I'm, I'm a fan of... I'm a fan of taking advantage of the pros of not being in the office to the point where it makes you more productive versus ruining your productivity. Yeah, no, that's great. And I think you touched on so many good things there. I think first and foremost, having a dedicated workspace is super integral to you being successful. You know, I, I have a lot of, um, you know, not necessarily my colleagues, I'd say, but definitely some other uh, friends of mine, um, either within my space or outside of my space as well, too, that are that are saying that it's interesting because they're working from home. And like you were saying at the beginning of your journey, you had a tendency to to work more than you typically would. And they're feeling that. They're definitely feeling that. And I think part of that is because they haven't, created a space within their environment where it's like you said, pretend that you are still going to the office. When I'm finished, I'm going to walk away from this space because this is my workspace and I'm going to turn it off and shut it down. 100%. And obviously that, that can be a challenge, I guess, just, just depending on the size of your space. But you know, you got to get creative because I think it's more than just, um, it's more than just about, you know, getting the work done productively. It's also just about your, your, your sanity. <laughs> I think that's super important. Uh, you also spoke about discipline, which I think is super important. You said, hey, look, at work you, work, you work 9 to 5 or 10 to 6 or whatever have you. You know, outline what your hours, what your hours of operation are going to be and then stick to that and walk away from it. And then you get to reap the full benefits of not having to commute back and forth, tagging on, uh, you know, in Toronto, um, it very much so on average is about an hour to get to anywhere if you're commuting for work. So take advantage and use that two hours to do something else that's going to energize you. You can do all of that if you're disciplined. And I think all of those things that you mentioned are integral. Um, to Absolutely. you being successful working at home, um, but you also just highlighted a couple really uh, great advantages of working from home as well too. So um, yeah, I think people need to start framing their mindset and thinking about you know what are the good things that I can, what are the benefits that I can reap, the advantages that I can reap from being um, at home, and how can I make the best out of the situation? And I think if you're creative enough, you'll be able to find a couple things for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you mentioned, yeah, the, having that extra time, you know, I think, uh, getting in some exercise, um, taking the time to make sure you're 
eating meals at normal times, you know, all these things that can kind of go off the rails when your life is feels less structured. Like, yes, it's a, it's a good opportunity to to figure out a way to find some self-motivation, even if it's a little bit like self-motivation isn't to me isn't an on off switch. It's a there's degrees. You know, some people are the most self-motivated people that ever and you look at them and you go well i might as well give up because i'm never gonna you know run a marathon or i'm never gonna you know whatever it is but in reality it's more of a spectrum right like i think that you can find the amount of self-motivation everyone's got some self-motivation otherwise you wouldn't Mm -hmm. get up at all right um it's there somewhere you just sometimes you just got to find it and figure out what your level is and, and what that means to you um and i think for me it means um you know finding the most efficient way to do things so I don't feel like I'm wasting my time. Mm-hmm. Um, I may, I might kind of refer to that as the path of least resistance, but I, I think really a more positive way to look at it is that, is that, you know, I want to spend less time doing the things that bum me out, which is, you know, we all have to do things we don't like in every job. Like I've had jobs that people look at me and they go, Oh my God, that's the dream job. I'm like, yeah, but there's this one thing that I have to do every week. You know, we all have it. Every person, no matter what the, their job is, has, there's something about it that sucks. And you know, you just have to, you just have to figure out ways to minimize the amount that that demotivates you and maximize, you know, the things you like about it. Mm-hmm. 100%. I think it's all about focus and perspective. And I actually want to rewind to one other thing that you said that I think is actually very important. Some tips for leaders that are now uh, leading a, a workforce that is remote as well, too. Um, I think it's so integral. You're saying that you're so fortunate to be um, working in an environment where really the only thing that matters is the actual objective or the outcome and the work that you deliver. And everything else and how you get there, that path is designed by you. Um, and I don't see any reason. Um, and I guess, obviously, it's going to depend on some of the industries, but, you know, for most people that work in any kind of corporate office, there's no reason that that mentality can't be applied just across the board. And I think good leaders need to, you know, you need to give some rope and you're going to play it case by case. The people that need and want the extra, um, I guess, supervision then give that to them. But honestly, those people will probably ask for it. But the people that don't need it, let this be um, a surprise for them. And maybe this this way of working uh, can be a great surprise. And honestly, I know personally, my, my personal productivity has increased through this time, uh, just because there's been certain elements of my life that I've been able to take back. But I feel like leaders can offer that to the people that they supervise as well, too. So I just wanted to make sure that that didn't get left unsaid, because I think it's a very important point. It's yeah, that's that's a that's very, very important. I'm glad you I'm glad you came back around to it because, yeah, I think, you know, hopefully some people in in positions of leadership are are listening to this and 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 hearing that specific thing, because that, you know, that the best supervisors and bosses I've had have come from the place of, you know, we we you know, we don't need to hold your hand and don't want to hold your hand. Uh-huh. you, you know, you deliver what we're asking for, you deliver it on time and in uh-huh. good shape and you can do it however you want. You can take your time. You can, um, you know, and I think in a work from home environment that becomes even more important because yeah. you aren't able to, as a supervisor, you aren't able to stand over your people and you know people are people like we're gonna i'm gonna get distracted and watch a youtube video while i'm supposed to be working like 
in the office or not. Like, that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's okay if, as long as I'm getting my work done. And, you know, I, I think that, like, we tend to fall into uh, a trap of a trap of, you know, eight hours a day, 40 hours mm-hmm. a week. And if that's not what you're doing, then you're not doing it right. Um, my, I still have family members who think I, that I don't have a job. Because I work from home. <laughs> like, uh, we'll see my, you know, I'll go ha- we live near yeah. my grandparents now. We'll go have dinner with my grandparents and they make jokes about my wife supporting us because she actually goes to an office and I work from home. So clearly, clearly I'm not like contributing anything to this household since I work from home. But I think that luckily that stigma is probably going to lessen a lot after this. Oh, yes. <laughs> so there's some potential benefits. No, 100%. Completely agree. No, there's been some really good things uh, that have been said today. And I know that we've been having this conversation under the umbrella of work from home. But the reality is we're, we're sending the conversation around productivity. And I think it doesn't matter if you're, you know, in any kind of business, finance, the humanities, or whether you're an artist. I think there's elements of this that apply to everybody. And when we go back to the basics, it's find your dedicated workspace, no matter what your work is. Make sure you have a disciplined work day and then you stick by that and then take advantage of the extra time that you have and that's it. And then you are going to be able to stay productive. And I think those are all really good tips. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to take you into a lightning round if we okay. can. All right, okay. let's do it. I'll do my, I'll do my best. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to be <laughs> as succinct and quick. All right. All right. Perfect. Okay. So what the, what the loose rules are is one word slash phrase answer but i mean you're the you're the royal guest so if you need to elaborate on something by all means please do question number one question number one is uh the number one thing you do in the morning to set your day up for success is make a to-do list um excellent and it doesn't have to be exhaustive it doesn't have to be in any order just outline your day as best you can yeah, I love that. I love that. And, um, you know, it feels there is nothing and maybe I'm just one of those people, but there's nothing better than making a list and then just checking stuff off of it. Like, I don't know if I'm weird, but like I find 100%. a real gratification in that. A hundred percent. I'm I there's, you know, all these digital organizer programs and stuff are, are awesome because I use Google Keep as a to do list. You can make yeah. the check boxes and just checking them off is just oh, so God. good. It feels so good. I divide everything <laughs> into more things than it needs to be just so I can check stuff off. Like it'll be like it'll be like, you know, write write a write a blog post about, you know, whatever. And I'll be like, well, instead, I'm going to be like, come up with a title for the blog post, write the first paragraph. Like these are all separate items, and it makes it look like my day is just un like untouchable but then you know you get through those check boxes it feels like you're really doing something so it's good that is absolutely fantastic <laughs> all right so uh one word or thing that you would say has helped you find success uh in your work or life mm, good one uh i'm gonna say connections and i'm gonna okay. have to elaborate on that because i think sure. that there's I think there's potential stigma around uh, around calling that out as a as a viable way to be productive and successful. Mm-hmm. When I say connections, I'm not talking about um, I'm not talking about getting something for nothing or getting a job just because you're the son of the president of the company, things like mm-hmm. that. What I'm talking about is building a solid professional and personal network that 
makes it so that you have you know you have contacts that set you up to succeed and the way you do that is you be a good person you're smart you're driven you're um you know you're you contribute you're friendly you're kind you're which are the two two words that mean the same thing but it's important i think that's one of the most important things if you know i know people who are high level who run businesses who will hire someone who maybe doesn't have the the um you know doesn't have the most stellar two decades of experience mm-hmm. but if they're capable of doing the job and they are a good person they're going to you know rise to the top of, of the candidates because you know that is everything who you surround yourself with and the extent to which you can build a, a personal network says a lot about you as a person. Um, yeah. And I think that that might come off tough for people who are more introverted and less social or less about kind of networking and things like that. But to, I'm, I'm someone who actually falls into that category. I will, I prefer a night at home watching a movie versus going to a big party for example, you know, things like that. I, I'm, I'm not antisocial, but I'm definitely mm-hmm. less, I'm, I don't like schmoozing, put it that way. Yeah, you don't energize uh, in that way. No, not at all. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. not against it, but that's not really my thing. But I think that like you, you, when you work in the world and when you exist in the world, you can't help but make connections, even if you're introverted, you know. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be more than just your colleagues at work who maybe you only talk to at work. That's fine. You don't have to be friends outside of work. It's more. It's more about. It's more about just work, like moving forward th- through life with integrity and mm-hmm. thoughtfulness and thinking about people other than yourself, and that's going to ultimately pay dividends when it comes to things like connections and you know, I like you know I mentioned earlier I was laid off. I've been laid off a few times in my life, and I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for the connections I made along the way who I could reach back out to and say, hey. I'm I'm back on the job market, you know. What do you got? That kind of yeah. thing. So, it's no, I think it's a, I think it's completely valid, and I think it's realistic. And I think when we're talking about your network, I think it should be relative to the individual, um, and you should your network should be of a size that you should handle. And I think it should be genuine and authentic relationships and connections, right? And also a gathering of people that you give to as well, too, right? Because you know we've talked about this before on the podcast as well. Community, I think, is everything, you know, and you could. They'll you know, throw network in that community as well as uh, as well too. Um, but at times you're going to need people that are going to um, you need them to energize you. And sometimes that energy is is they'll be able to supplement <laughs> some some financial needs when the time comes through a job. And sometimes it's just a conversation, or sometimes it's someone that's going to inspire you through a conversation. So I think yeah. spot on, and I think it was yeah. uh, very well said. That's a very good point. It's it's definitely not just about professional, be, about your professional network for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and it and even if even if you know, you, you definitely shouldn't approach it as as can this person help me in the future because that that's already the wrong approach, yeah, right? It's, I agree completely. It's you know, I can't count the number of times in work and in life I've had an issue where I was like, oh, you know, someone I used to work with actually knows about this whether it's a work-related question or a personal question, I know I can reach back out to that person because I didn't, because I, I maintained a good connection with them because I, mm-hmm. you know, did the small amount of work it takes to, to not, not be a jerk and to not burn yeah. bridges in my life. Yeah. 
So burn fewer bridges than you create. <laughs> <is> the, <laughs> that's the advice. <laughs> and look, I love it. That's fantastic. All right, Charlie, honestly, you were you I couldn't have asked for a better first guest. Thank you so much for offering your time to me in the community. Oh my goodness. Uh, Thank you so much. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I can't wait for you to uh, listen in and I can't wait for everybody to check it out. So have a good one. Yeah. Thank you so much. And honestly, thank you so much for having me be the first guest. I love what you're doing here and I can't wait to see uh, it blow up and become super successful. So it's it's super (laughs) exciting. All right. Take care, my friend. You too. Thank you very much. All right. Ciao.